þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. sultry voice. I am sultry. Hello, hello girls. I am sultry. I am here to tell you an uh, interesting thing with sultry voice. Yeah. So, uh, you like, uh, how do you like Iceland? <laughs> you enjoy not having penis? <laughs> how it feel? How it feel to be able to cross legs and not crush balls? Must be very nice. <laughs> What? I very what well, are these characters? I very well at speak to girl. Yeah, it's it's loosely based on like I've I've been coming up with another character who's sort of like sort of based on someone I've met before, who is just Eastern European and so incredibly blunt. Uh, and we were actually talking about uh, a mutual friend recently, and this guy said to me, <laughs> he's like, you know, you know what his problem is. He need to realize he should feel lucky. Cause he loser. <laughs> he loser. He should be lucky to have anyone. I mean, I can't stand his face anyway. He, he complete loser. Yeah. And I, I recently watched Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah. And I noticed Drax has that kind of. Yeah, he has a kind of. Uh, like he, he has no tact. He, yeah, he has no tact. Drax is the first autistic superhero, I think. He is really autistic, yeah, isn't I, he? I, I heard stories about autistic children with autism, oh. which I believe is a more politically correct way of phrasing things. <laughs> ah, this politically correct century we are living in, it's making me crazy! But uh, uh, apparently uh, some kids with autism saw, saw him and they're really connected with the guy yeah. because he doesn't understand metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, doesn't he doesn't mean to be rude at all because it doesn't really uh, he can't figure out uh, many aspects of social situations yeah which is a thing I also like noticed when I watched it because I've been working with a lot of these kids yeah we both have yeah yeah we've both we've both done our time working in the spectrum yes <laughs> well if uh, comedy stops working out and also the other things that they're doing. Yeah. I can always fall back on... Uh, as as long as children thing. keep getting immunized. Yeah. yeah. As long as they th- keep getting uh, shots from evil doctors yeah, working yeah. for bad corporations. Yeah, yeah. As long as Jenny McCarthy doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Who else? It's Robert De Niro, right? Yeah, yeah. Robert De Niro, Jenny McCarthy. Um, but she was like the most vocal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what she was talking about, but I remember she was screaming at someone uh, during a like a Larry King yeah. interview or whatever. How aut- uh, vaccinations gave her son autism? Yes, yes. Where does that come from? Uh, I I remember reading something years ago how it was 
there was no a... children. Where, where do they come from? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're suddenly there. If you if people <laughs> go to, to my the, friend, if you was I said like a children's store at the hospital because I've seen them come like exit the hospital with like yeah. new children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why do you always have to buy them so small while they are pooping? Why don't you buy them like, later? Can't you buy them when they can take care of themselves? Yeah, exactly. Just buy you, them adults. I think you can. Of they're also called slaves. Yeah, or escorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just buy adult people. Yeah. I think I, that's, that's the most practical way. I, I remember once a friend saying to me, would you ever adopt? And I was like, yeah, I, I would adopt, but I think I would adopt like someone who's over the age of 18 and can take care of themselves and has their own job. And I think I realized why I wouldn't adopt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably yeah. gay and male. But it's like, a better, it's like uh, if you adopt like a more grown-up kid, mm. like a five-year-old or mm. even an eight-year-old, isn't that like a more more humanitarian thing because people don't want them they want the babies statistically they don't tend to get adopted as well because if they've gone that long without ever being adopted they're usually in some kind of foster care or with a family member so they're more likely to stay with them yeah and there's like an 80 percent chance that they're like the girl in orphan yeah, yeah. I was about to ruin the end of that film. Well, is it for everybody? Is it long enough since that movie came totally, out? Totally, like the early two thousands. Okay, so she's a forty-year-old Romanian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I love the twist. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, I did not see that coming. No, no, she's no. an adult. She's an adult. So that m- makes it a little bit more okay that she hit on her foster on father. Her, <laughs> <laughs> her adoptive father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. But you're back in Iceland. Yes. Why? Uh, we are. I am back in Iceland. I've been here for. Uh, came here on Tuesday. Yep. Now it is Thursday. Yep. While we are taping it, but while you are listening to it, if you're listening to it as soon as it landed on internet, it is Friday, and mo- tomorrow is Saturday. And I will be doing my run. Yes, you're gonna do the Menninga Knots. <laughs> you're gonna run for the parks. I'm gonna run. You're running for the Parks and Recreation no, Association. Yes, yes, yes. The p- parks. Also uh, known as Park and Sons. Park and Sons. Park and Sons. This is terrible. This is I don't terrible. know. Am I allowed? Uh, I have actually a lot of questions about uh, like what you're allowed to say and not allowed to say, but yeah. I'm gonna say it for Gatum straight. Okay. Uh, I've been what I've been thinking about like political correctness a lot yeah. these days. I saw recently uh, a movie on Amazon Prime, which was called, I don't remember what it was called, Uh but it was about political correctness and humor, and it was very interesting. And it has also comedians? It has some comedians, yes, but it doesn't have... um, Famous. The most famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had Gilbert Gottfried, remember, when he got shit because he had tweeted about uh, the tsunami. Yeah. There are some loud Americans here, aren't there? Yes. Are they registering? Uh, vinyl, uh, are they registered like aggressively on the on the taping thing? I don't know. Well, well, I think we should just lean into the microphone. Yes. For those, we just decided to take advantage of the last sunny day in Iceland. Yes. It's been a good summer. How was it while I was in Berlin? It was, um, I think it was, I worked a lot, so I don't really know. I worked a lot. I had, uh, I had a, a, a crime 
happened to me? You ha- yes, you had a crime. Yeah. Is that the embarrassment or is it just an incident? No, it's not the embarrassment. The okay. embarrassment is much worse than that. Okay. Um, the, the, the crime happened. So I, I had finished like working eight days straight in the burger flipping. Is it that hard, you know, while being gay? <laughs> Are you so you're straight for pay? <laughs> straight for pay. <laughs> there aren't really any straight for pay porn actors, I don't think. But maybe one of our listeners will know. But there's lots of gay for gay for pay ones. Uh, the, the gay for pay has always fascinated me. I mean, uh, there should be straight for just as many. I th- I feel like in a world, in a world, in a world <laughs> with only gay for pay porn actors. One man <laughs> defied the odds <laughs> and plowed that pussy. I'm gonna eat some pussy. <laughs> the, Hello. That was my attempt on a gay voice. <laughs> Hello. I'm gonna eat some pussy. You sound like a midget. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Like or a jockey. Um. No. I I I finished like working eight days straight, and I was uh, sitting at my place of work having an after shift beer. Mm. And uh, before I knew it, because, you know, things during the week close at one, it was one, the lights went up, and me, Birka, and Natan, uh, the lovely French uh, lover. Yes, you, uh, t- you said his name. I said his, oh, I did. Oh, God. Um, we, we decided to help put the chairs up. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of putting the chairs up, I turned to Birka and I said, have you seen my backpack? And she was like, ah, oh, someone probably moved it. And I went to the shift manager, Helena, and said, have you seen my backpack? And she said to me, I saw the fear in her face. And she said, what color was it? And I was like, uh, in my mind, I was you like. said, it was pink, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it had a RuPaul sticker. <laughs> it said, sashay away. Why can't I do a gay wash? It was, it, was, it was pink, of course. That's kind of, maybe it's your accent. Uh, I, 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 do, do I have to do a vocal fry? Like, oh my god, it's, it's like a pain. No, I can't do. I can't I do. The, I can't do, do the gay voice. Have you seen the documentary? Do I sound gay? I've seen the trailer. It's it's very good. It's worth it's worth seeing. Okay. Um, but um, yeah. So I I saw the look of fear in her face, and I thought maybe she threw it out or something. And she's, I said, well, it's dark, and she's like, oh shit. I went, what? She said, I saw a man leaving with a backpack that matches that description, and he looked weird in the way he was moving, but I didn't think anything of it because no one was running after him or stopping him, and no one came up to me afterwards. And so she worked out the time. We went on the security camera. We worked out the man that was sitting next to me took my backpack, and because I was in my place of work, my spidey senses were down. Now, I've taken that backpack to Melbourne, Amsterdam, Brisbane, Sydney, Abu Dhabi, Thailand. Like I've been all these places. Yeah, he has traveled the backpack. Has traveled, traveled the world. It's like the gnome in Amelie. In Amelie. <laughs> 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 That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> it's the little things, uh, and. And of all places, it got stolen at Lebowski Bar, where I work. And uh, I I called the police, they came, and they looked at the footage. And this guy was clever. Like, there's so many cameras in that place. And actually, in most of the bars in Reykjavik, there are cameras everywhere. People yeah. can see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't ever try and steal something. Someone will find you. Uh, and so he comes in. He took it in a place where he must have looked where the cameras were. 
He took it where no camera was. And then as he walked out, it's under his jacket. As he leaves the door, you can see little strings from the backpack coming out of his coat. It's not until he's out on the street that he actually takes the backpack out of his coat. And then when the police were there, I was like, oh, fuck, because it had my, my laptop in it, two hard drives, because I'd just been doing some work on my editing my stand-up like the night before. Right. And, you know, it had memory cards and like all these things that... Uh, uh, stuff you can get replaced, but it's like the intellectual property that's on that is 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 you know priceless in my mind because I'm a genius. Um, and he, yeah, the police were were nice. They were lovely. I have nothing but positive things to say about the Reykjavik Police Department. And uh, I said to them, "Thank you so much for coming so late at night." And you know, I I really appreciate this. I know I'm never going to see this backpack again. And they said, "I wouldn't be so sure about that." Just wait for that plane overhead. Reykjavik Domestic Airport is right in the center of the city. Um, it's and an issue. It's an issue. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and he said, I wouldn't be so sure about that. And I said, why? And he said, well, we don't know him, but we know the lady he's with. So there was a woman, and I remember seeing her and thinking she's moving funny. Like, she looks like she's off some, on something. And uh, so uh, then... So they were like... Uh, they were like... Usual suspects. Yeah. So they looked at her and just went, we know her. Um, and I even like I was surprised at what I could remember about her I remember what dress she was wearing I remember she had a tattoo on her ankle because I'd seen her moving around in the area like walking between the bar and where she was sitting I didn't remember him so he was clever because he was unassuming Mm. Um, and so then I think a couple days later I got a call from the police saying um we think we found can you tell us what was in your bag and i you know i mentioned the stuff and they say we think we found it and i was like really when and they said later that night they found it in the back seat of a car of the guy who had stolen it and apparently i was like so okay because we've got the footage from the security camera do you need me to give it they said you might not need to because we asked him where he got the stuff he said it was his then we told him we have footage of him stealing it from lebowski and he confessed everything um he was like (laughs) okay you got me um, wow. <clears throat> so then, uh, then yesterday I managed to go get my stuff. All I got back, I didn't get the. Ba- I was like, why? The most worthless thing in there was the backpack. Yeah. And that's obviously what he disposed of, because like, I mean, it, I I got all my stuff packed, but I have nothing to put in. So I yeah. got I got my laptop and the two hard drives back, and that was it. There was a, a a few memory cards. I just got an iPhone seven, so I don't have the connector to put your headphones in anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have the original <clears throat> headphones that came with it. This is stuff that's expensive, but whatever. Yeah. You know. But the important thing is, I got I got that stuff back, and I was affected by crime. How did that feel? Did you feel violated? I did at the time because it was like a place of my place of work. Yeah. You know, no one expects that they're going to have their shit stolen where they, they are all the time. Or, or the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. But uh, I, do, I do remember earlier that night, I should have listened to myself because I had the laptop in the kitchen where I work because I was listening to Spotify. And I was like, ah, usually it just stays in there until I leave. And I was like, no, I'll pack up my stuff because I'm just going to have one beer and go home. And then that way I won't have to go back into the kitchen to get everything. And part of me was like, just leave it, just leave it. But I didn't. I had to sit with my backpack with me, and that's when it got stolen. Interesting. Yeah. But it, it's uh, so. Um, 
But you get caught it back when? The yesterday. Yesterday. That was interesting. But they caught him the same night. They caught him the same night, but then they had to check all the evidence. Uh-huh. Uh, and then when I went to the place, I had to give them a case number. Uh-huh. And then they they brought all this stuff out. And I, I, I mean, it's kind of an honor system because there was an uh, iPhone charger that didn't belong to me. And I was right. like, that's not mine. <laughs> yeah. you know. But anyone else might have just gone, yes, I'll have that. Uh, I remember uh, <coughs> they, I mean, you cops really appreciate that kind of honesty, yeah. of course, because yeah. it makes the job easier. Uh, also, I remember when I was once coming from Amsterdam, no, I was coming from Denmark, mm. and I had smoked some weed in Christiania, yeah. where it is allowed, yeah. and I bought the pipe, <coughs> and I smoked it from the pipe, then I cleaned the pipe, and... Uh, uh, and, and I decided to bring the pipe back with me to Iceland, uh-huh. but uh, the little cute, the cute little drug do- dog in Iceland smelled airport. that it had, had something yeah, in it. Yeah, but I, he, he smelled my bag and said, <laughs> and uh, so I was taken uh, into the back room and I said, "Hey, you, so you noticed our dog? Um, he smelled something." I said, "Yes, I know exactly what he smelled <laughs> because I'd just been smoking some weed in Christiania <clears throat> and." Um, I one of the pipes, uh, no, uh, the pipe is uh, in my bag, and they just appreciate so much that they didn't have to interrogate yeah, you, and yeah. you were just like, yeah, this yeah. is it, because they then they were able to go, well, you didn't do anything illegal, yeah, exactly, and they also like, so what are you working on these days? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's no secret either. <laughs> but speaking of airports, that actually takes me to my embarrassment of the week um so you went to berlin yes i had a wonderful weekend in the netherlands it's also <clears throat> the laptop being stolen and the lack of finding a computer that had the recording equipment i have to apologize to our listeners it's my fault uh why we didn't have a podcast oh yes week. it's yes so you're playing don't blame yourself it's like <laughs> the victim blaming uh, the victim self-blaming that's what's happening yes here. yes yes, yes yeah i i, no, I have to apologize not your fault. i couldn't you even know, if you dressed very slutty while your computer was being stolen i i i i mean i was asking for it <laughs> um uh, but so I had a lovely weekend. I caught up with a, a good friend of mine and his boyfriend uh, in Harlem, which mm. is a very pretty place. Um, and so they moved Harlem to uh, the Netherlands. It was their it was their first. Oh, was it? Ironically, it's so white. <laughs> like the original Harlem is one of the whitest places I've ever seen. Hurrah! The place that we frequently perform in was once called Harlem. Really? Yeah, and it was so white. It's, well, everywhere here is white, really. <laughs> yes. and, you know, I think there's one place you could go in Iceland that's not, and that's probably like a mosque. But And there's only one of those. <clears throat> is there a mosque in Iceland? There is a mosque. Well, it's not an official mosque. It's a meeting place. It's a meeting it's place. It's the big yeah. pyramid one near Pertland. Oh, that's right. right yeah, right, near right. where I live. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. But I was... um. So I've, I traveled with um, a wonderful airline called, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it, Wow Air. Wow. They, they call it Wow because <coughs> when it's on time, you say, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't sponsor me. So, you know, and I've got a gripe with them. Um, but yeah, I saw, I saw on uh, a Facebook, Facebook post. Status. So I, I had, <coughs> so Nata and I both went. And we had, uh, you know, the tiny little bags that you can carry on the plane with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we 
left Iceland, no problem. Did the whole weekend there. We had like, I think it was like seven kilos and it was the right size. Um, then we went to get on our plane back from Amsterdam and some staff from Menzies, an airline handler, they didn't even work for WOW, looked at our ticket and said, oh, you have to pay for those bags. And I went, I beg your pardon. I was like, reasonable, reasonable, privileged white person yeah. response. I beg your pardon. Baking they said, we, we have to, you have to pay for those bags. They're not a personal item. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And they said, you know, the policy, it's not a personal item, so you have to pay for it. And I said to them, but I didn't pay for this to come from uh, Iceland to here. And this was the same bag. Also, I have flown with this airline countless times in the last year and never had this problem so you know now, now they're something new yeah so yeah it's like <clears throat> i've been to we've been to america i've been to fucking you know amsterdam several times you know the same airport with this airline and they they said oh you have to pay for it and i said um yeah. well if that's the case then i uh Ég er reyndar að taka hérna upp viðtall sem er að gera það núna næsta klukktíma. Um, so I said, well, if, if, if I didn't have to pay for it, then that's actually the issue of the staff at Keplavik, and it's not my problem. If they didn't tell me I had to pay for it, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, well, if they had told me, then I would have paid for it there, then I would have organized it online to make sure it was taken care of. Right. This is not my issue. This is the airline's issue. And they said, well, I'm, you know... But that's because they're not doing their job properly. And then that's when I lost my shit. I became privileged white person in an airport losing their shit. And I hope somewhere someone sees a security camera. My hands were going everywhere. I was pointing with, you know, when, when you, you make like a shark's fin with your hand and you point with it. Yeah. I was pointing with that. You know, I was Sharks. like, you don't, yeah, because and I, I lost my shit and I said, this is really not our, our issue. Like we, I've done this countless times uh, and, and you don't even work for the airline. So what jurisdiction do you have here at all? You know, I, these, these are my bags. They came with me. They're going with me on this plane. And they said, but you have to pay for them. And I said, well, how much is it? And they said, 80 euros a bag. Hmm. 80 euros. 80 euros, that is a that lot. That is, for two bags, that is 21,000 kroners. So in American, that's like 200 US dollars. You know, what would happen if I didn't what, have that money? What, uh, what new evil is this? Because I... apparently, if you have to pay at the gate, then it's 80 euros. If you do it online, it's another one. If you do it at the desk, like it just goes up in increments. And that's where they get you. That's where they get you. And I said, 80 euros? You know, and then I lost my shit even more. And then that's when Natan lost his shit. Mm. And uh, then he, he, I said, I am really not comfortable paying this huge sum of money to someone who doesn't even work for the airline. Where is someone who works for the airline? She said, well, they're not here. They're on the plane. Mm. And then I said, it's possibly, uh, no, then Natan, like, had he had French man hands going everywhere. <laughs> uh, and he was saying... <laughs> I, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you. I demand to speak to an Icelandic person. <laughs> and because uh, she was Dutch. And, and that's when I realized people hate French people when they're happy. Uh, so maybe this isn't helping the situation. Oh, yeah, so yeah. then I said to him, no, we'll just pay it. Um, and then, then I said, and I, I kind of regret this, but don't. Uh, I said, it's okay. We'll just pay it. We're not going to get anywhere with here. Because you're no one. 
Did you say you said I that? Said that. Mm-hmm. I said, because you're no one, are you? Yeah. And she gave me nothing. And then I, she said, how will you pay? I said, with a card, if you accept it. And then, uh, then she put it through, and then she gave my card back, and I said, and I'll have the receipt, thank you, and your name. Oh, God, <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I checked that the name she said matched her name badge. And yeah. I wrote it down. And then, yeah, I was like, do you have a pen? Do you still blame this person or are you... It was the airline. It was the system. It was the system and she caught the... So I'm very... I'm embarrassed that I made her life difficult because I've been in her position when there are systems in place. Can we get two more? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so I... I became privileged white person in an airport losing their shit. I became Charlize Theron screaming at a bank teller in Los Angeles because they wouldn't cash her check. Oh, I didn't know that one. I only know the one about, I think it was Reese Witherspoon and the traffic police. What happened? She actually, I think she, she uh, was forced to ask him if he knew who she was. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Charlize Theron, that's how she got her agent. I think she uh, was screaming at a bank teller, and the agent was like, Hey, you got fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to be an actress? She was like, Actually, I already am an actress, uh, and I need an so agent. It's, so it happened like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting, my friend. I have an embarrassment. Yes, go on. The embarrassment is actually something that happened very recently. Uh-huh. After we started taping this, and it's an embarrassment of, 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 of both our behalves. And uh-huh. it is that we forgot to, to do. I am an Icelandic person. And I am an Australian. And this is Australia. Australia. We do forget things because our brains are not always working. Sometimes they don't work because we've used lots of substances in our lifetimes. You are being hard on yourself. You're mainly in alcohol. <laughs> I am into more drugs, which I should not advertise here. Australia. <laughs> I realized it earlier, but I was going to let it go. Yeah. I'm uh, not into a lot of things. It's just weed, mostly. Weed and mushroom, mushroom, mushroom. You want to talk about mushrooms? All right, we can talk about mushrooms. We, when we talk about the state, we have mentioned the Saints for the Redemption. Yeah, that was a lovely weekend. It was a lovely weekend. And uh, it was uh, uh, in an episode when we were going to Vaknafjörður, in the road trip episode. Yes. I tried to sell you and the other comedians, Uh the the vaginal comedians. The vaginal comedians. (laughs) I tried to sell you How the idea. No comedy? Vaginal. Uh, <laughs> I tried to sell you the idea of taking mushrooms with me, and I didn't sell it very well, and I think I came on too strong. It's always like that when you like something. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean... Or Game of Thrones. Or Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes, it's always like people who haven't seen it, they're like, Stop it! Everyone is talking about Game of Thrones! I don't mind talking about it. I just like, well, you know, just understand that I'm not into it. Yeah, well, yeah. And also, no, I just, I don't talk to about it to anyone because uh, there are spoilers everywhere. Yeah, I still try to be a fay with what is going on mm. so that I can understand stuff because you, you, it's it's that much ingrained in culture that you, 
you don't have a choice. Even yeah, if you're it's not like into it, you have of, to understand yeah, it. It's kind of like the new Star Wars yeah. in that way because you, you uh, for years, decades, we used Star Wars analogies to like explain social things, political mm. things, mm. everything. And I think uh, uh, Game of Thrones is kind of getting there now. It is, yeah. it is. I mean, I've used myself in my stand-up, you know nothing, Jon Snow. I have never seen <laughs> that scene. I have talked about being north of the wall. I don't know what I'm saying. I love it. <laughs> because, I But mean, people you know, laugh and it works. You're not wrong, Jon Snow. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, what I want to say? Yeah, so uh, you were I selling had mushrooms. some mushrooms. When we were in Sadis Yes, yeah. and you decided... To take them. Why? Why did you decide then to take them? Uh, so the way it was told to me was because it was such a peaceful town, <laughs> and we had had a chat earlier, like after the incident, the incident. where I had decided I was going to take life a little bit more positively. Yes. And uh, I just kind of was. I mean, I had I had a day off the next day. I didn't have to go back and do anything, and I was like, well, I mean, I. It decided to be more of a yes man instead of a fuck, yeah. fuck off in time. Man. Yeah, and so so you hadn't. I, I trusted you. Yeah. You told me it is it is not a huge amount. Uh, it's just something that will. You will, don't lose have, grasp of you reality. Don't, no, you really don't. You don't lose grasp of reality. We're gonna go up into a mountain and just look at the wilderness. And I was like, well, I'm gonna look at the wilderness anyway. Yeah. Um, if you know and and part of me was like well i'm not gonna go up there and look at the wilderness and not be on them if someone with me is because <laughs> yeah. that would just be boring <laughs> yeah i i i've always wondered what it's like i mean i think this kind of trip that we went on it's something you should uh, well i wouldn't do it more than uh, at, uh, at the most i would do it four times in one year yeah oh, yeah yeah it was but i will have to say you were correct it was an enjoyable experience, and I actually learned a lot about myself. That's that's so nice, nice to hear. I was just, I was just thinking. I, it was so funny. Our sound guy, <laughs> after, who, who taped the incident. Yeah. Uh, you, you, we've talked about mushrooms. I think during yeah, that yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and you said, okay, maybe I'll do it uh, at Lunga. Yeah. And I was thinking. Not maybe at the Lunga festival, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like uh, maybe outside the town where Lunga is. And uh, uh, and he's and he said when he sent me the file, sound file, he sent it with a message. Yes, and Jonathan should definitely take mushrooms. He told me that night <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. as well. Like I do, I don't remember a lot about that episode, but I do remember afterwards. He's like, and the whole mushroom thing. I think his exact words to me were, I think right now you really need to do it. <laughs> I think yeah. he just noticed wow. that I was so highly strong. And I, I, I can share, I can share the moment for it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't hallucinogenic. I had some, uh, well, uh, like the whole nature. Was whole, breathing. breathing. Yeah. yeah for yeah. me, clouds were like uh, kaleidoscope a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was fun. Yeah. And 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 they they were looked like heptapods from yeah, from, uh, from arrival, yeah. um, but but <clears throat> being surrounded by 60, 360 degrees of mountain and you know being up there and it's quiet and it was beautiful. What <laughs> the one thought that really stuck out in my head is it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I remember the conversation I had with you because I was lying down and there was a flower like a buttercup. Yeah. A buttercup. A buttercup. 
uh, and it was in my field of vision, and it was close enough to my face that I could see all of the individual hairs on this one flower. And I think I remember saying something to you about like, look at all these hairs, and each one of them, because you know I'm a scientist at heart, each one of them has a purpose. Yeah, every I single hair. Look at all these hairs. Each of them with the purpose. Each one has a purpose on this one flower, which is part of millions of flowers in just this tiny patch. And then I think I said to you, and we stress that people aren't paying enough to see us do comedy. <laughs> it's stupid. I know. I remember, like you. Draw, I think you were going to take a picture or something, and then you kind of just lost your train of thought. And it was like, oh, what was I, what was I going to do? And then he said, ah, it doesn't matter. And then I heard you repeating, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. None and of it matters. I, and I, I thought, I have done good. Yet. <laughs> but actually, since then, I don't want to. I don't want to be like the new poster child for. Have you tried mushrooms? Um, but I, what I will take away from it is that it was peaceful. It was. Um, yeah. It was very reflective. Yeah. It was it was a, a kind of experience I would say to someone if you're going to do this don't go do this in a city mm-hmm. go out with like one or two friends that you trust mm-hmm. do it in the nature make sure you have an extended period of time to just be there and enjoy it yeah. and uh, and and it's a it's good to it puts things in perspective yeah it's uh it's it really does kind of you figure out that you tr- you manage this is you get to a, a like a state of mind yeah where you manage to absolutely separate all bullshit yeah. from your, I guess, thoughts. Yeah. And so afterwards, that that stays in you. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For like yeah. even weeks. Yeah. Like if it's I mean, I'm, st- I'm still kind of feel <laughs> yeah. it now. Like when I find myself getting over uh, like too much anxiety or, or getting pissed off at, at things. I, you know, mm. I remember one episode when I was like, when is my ship going to come in? Yeah. It will. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it I mean, will. It will. Just... I mean, the, the big thing I took away from that, I didn't tell you, was all that stuff that I used to complain about to you and I've done so in this podcast. Um, all the things I have now as a comedian, I wanted when I was 20. Yeah. And it took me 13 years, or you know, when I was 19, it took me 13 years to get those things now. Mm-hmm. It is, it's just, you get so wrapped up sometimes in wanting everything to happen today and wanting recognition for wonderful things you did mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. but it just you just have to go, it's, none of it's forever. None of it's forever, and also your work is its own reward, and that uh, dream you have of lying on a swimming pool with uh, 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 a cocktail, mm. Uh, you can just you can buy that for not yeah. a lot of money. Exactly, yeah. you can make that happen. Yeah, one week weekend. So there are swimming pools here. There are swimming pools here. I <laughs> was in one earlier. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that's uh, I th- uh, that's something. But this is an Australia exclusive. Yeah, because I haven't told anyone. Yeah, you haven't told your uh, lover, friend's lover. I have not, <laughs> which I will now have to, and I haven't told Bill yet. Or Snowlug? I told Snowlug. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I told Snowlug when we were backstage at the, when me, you and Snowlug. We did the th- yeah. three of us. And then, like, remember how the atmosphere yeah. was? It, yeah. Like, you want to go first? I should just go first. Okay. You said, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> and we went out there and the crowd was just okay. Yeah. But it was kind of a positive crowd. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And uh, I remember Snowla went up and she, act, she wanted, of course, 
more impact from the crowd and she came back and like oh this sucked it sucked no i said no it didn't yeah they're just light laughers they liked you they got what they paid for and you did very well yeah and she said yeah well okay yeah i think i made her a bit more positive there yeah and she said I would like to try some. <laughs> I, I hope I'm not outing her right now. <laughs> That's all right. Nobody knows who she is. <laughs> but that was uh, that was that was a nice experience. But did you actually have an embarrassment? I did not. So you I'm did not. So, but I'm glad we. Yeah. We I, talked about it. I think. Can't uh, wait for my mom to listen to this podcast. Yeah. She doesn't listen. To <laughs> <laughs> there are worse things I have said. Does she know how a podcast works? No, no. She uh, she barely knows how Instagram works. Yeah. Like uh, she has an Instagram account. Yeah. But, uh, she has one picture on it and thirty followers. <laughs> and I think most of them are people who've heard me talk about her in my stand-up. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Because she mentioned the other day, I have a lot of weird names following me on Instagram. I was like, yeah, they're Icelandic people. <laughs> I've, and I think I mentioned, oh, it's because I've spoken about you in my stand-up. What do you say? Oh, just that you're really lovely. And you're so uh, nice and supportive and sassy. You should encourage her to do more uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. I'd love to, next time I go back to Australia, do like a an advice segment where in Ants of Agony where instead they write the advice and I get her to give it yeah she she would give some weird especially after a few champagnes mm -hmm. you know she loves her champagne my mom speaks in slow motion when she's trying to speak English so I don't think I would have her on this show also I'm not sure if she knows about this show or uh, has about you to anything <laughs> any of my podcasts she has been to my stand-up yeah and uh, i think she liked it i did actually she brought like i think the first time she went to my stand-up i had like this like 90 minutes on uh, in accurate mm. she was coming and i just realized that, oh yeah i had this whole uh, whole bit about my parents having sex mm -hmm. And uh, and I realized, oh, she's she she has written like really like. Uh, she translates gay porn, not gay porn, <laughs> gay erotica. Well, she translates it gay, to gay to romances, I, I gay guess. romances from Teen Swedish romances. to Icelandic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's porn. I mean, can it jerk off to it? I bet people do. Yeah, well, yeah, people jerk off to a lot of That's things. Which I, What's I the love. weirdest thing you've jerked off to? I think I've only done like imagination and porn. I think I never jerked off to an actual like uh, like a lingerie commercial. No, or like a catalog. Oh, I think I've dated to maybe like a scene in a like a straight to video sex comedy or something. Mm. And it wasn't it wasn't as much of a sex comedy as they promised. It was just one like boob scene, five second boob scene. Yeah. I think I might have done done it for that. I rem do you remember the movie Fifty Four? Yeah, with the, about the club Fifty Four. Yeah, I I remember there was one scene in that oh. I I would have been like thirteen, mm. and I had had a sleepover and, and we rented it and watched it and then the next day when my friend went home, there was one scene and I basically just kept watching it over and over and and just like twenty times. Yeah, I didn't even remember the scene. I just remember that I did. I remember I, I saw this uh, documentary called The Video Nasties, which is about, uh, uh, like, I think it was 75 pictures or something mm. like that, 72 pictures 
with during the 80s which were banned by the British Film uh, Commission, commission. Yeah. and uh, and so so it, they were like really hot on the black market and yeah. people found them like uh, the, the, the travel between collectors and stuff like that people would always know where, when there's about to come a sec a, a really dirty scene or a yeah. violent scene because then the video tape started to like <laughs> wobble and <laughs> because people kept on rewinding yeah, over yeah, yeah. the same part or, and and there was uh, really good vcrs where you could pause and then go frame by frame yeah 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 i yeah. remember that yeah yeah i've still done i've done it with dvds yeah we all have yeah like, yeah, oh. yeah or you can zoom in <laughs> on DVDs as well I discovered that as a teenager yeah, yeah. it's uh, I mean but I've tried it on like when actors I really like and she kind of I think oh, I think that was a brief nudity yeah and <clears throat> so I do the whole frame by frame thing and, I, and then I just realize oh the editors thought of this they knew yeah, yeah, someone yeah, yeah, was going yeah, to yeah, do yeah, that yeah, because yeah. you can't see shit no but also imagination is better it is better it's much better it's better than any american pie will ever be yes the imagination is much more sexy and sexist than american there, pie will ever be there was a scene in like the reunion one yeah where jason biggs he does full frontal and like because he's got his his willy inside like a clear he tries to cover up with a saucepan lid and it's <clears> pressing <throat> against the saucepan lid and yeah. you can see it but I remember watching that. I, I I was really uncomfortable with that scene because I am not circumcised. Right. And if you did that with... Ow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> with an uncircumcised penis and pulled the skin back and pressed us, it would hurt. Yeah. They just don't have any feeling. Um, yeah, I, I was, I've thought about that. And like circumcised penises, it's... Uh, you have to do. They have to go go through a lot more mm. friction. Yeah. To get to the to get destination. To the destination. Yeah. You have to go to a lot more friction to get to the destination. Sukusas penis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for the couple that just walked in right now. Um, but if 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 you didn't do anything embarrassing, then I guess it's time for. Yeah. No. Is it? Oh, Operation, Operation Sex God. So how are you doing with yours? But I've been running around. I've been, well, uh, first of all, I've been like biking through Berlin yep. a lot. And then I've also been running a lot. I can, I will put on my achievements in running, mm -hmm. which I've been writing on a piece of paper on our, uh, our Facebook page. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. I have been drinking less. Yeah, not good. as not as much, but that's pretty. M and eat trying to eat healthier. Uh -huh. uh, but I do have plans to do something else because a friend of mine in Australia is starting this program that I I won't reveal anything about, but I will reveal it eventually in our podcast that I may become a part of. It's like an experiment involving men over thirty. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> an experiment an involving men over 30. In a world. In a world where people actually want to watch men over 30 do anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, I guess that's... But 
Uh, you're, you're doing the marathon on... I'm doing the marathon, yes. That's the reason why I'm, I'm talking about this. And if people want to donate... They can go to the link I will put on Facebook mm-hmm. right now. Hlauparstyrkur.is mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, My name is Hulukudangsson. Uh, Your name uh, is what? Uh, Hulukudangsson. And uh, I feel like I'm Steve Martin in the Pink Panther. I am running in the Reykjavik Marathon. Uh, 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 for uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tongue twister. <laughs> some, yeah, that's a word I hate. Yeah. So it's like group 78. Yeah, why do we call it? Is it was it formed in 78? I, wasn't that when Stonewall happened? Oh, that's that's the yeah. So that's the reference. If, if for, I'm wrong, for, I'm a bad for gay. For the, the official Icelandic gay community. Uh, or gay, what do you call it? Gay I think Stonewall happened in the 70s. Gay association. Gay association. But they can... Society gay. Society gay. <laughs> society. Okay. I think we should move to gay to Australia yeah, because yeah. I have something I want to talk about. Okay, 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 okay. And it's... Uh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't mean KKK. <laughs> <laughs> I would love Trump for saying... Okay, 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 And then <laughs> just catch him saying that. Um, so, yeah, we, we, uh, it happened like episodes ago. Yeah, and I was going to talk about it the next episode, but then the next episode was a live one, and I mm-hmm, thought, oh, I mm-hmm. think this calls for a more sincere conversation. And then the incident happened. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Um, and uh, it was uh, we were talking about I not using the film actors guild word. Yeah, which is the gay f word. Yes. Uh, the gay n-word you mean the gay n-word yeah it doesn't have an n in it yeah but when you say it yeah but i did like and you you said you tried to like i think you tried to like uh, dare me to say, to say it, it yeah, and yeah. i didn't but then later on i actually said it probably like 20 something times in one joke and you didn't even call me out on it. No. And you don't even remember me doing it. I, I have a vague memory of yeah. you doing it. Yeah. So let's just, uh, turn Film Actors Guild into Screen Actors Guild. Uh-huh. So we, I just, I suddenly did sax, 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 and I think we had a little laugh about it or whatever. It just yeah, it just no, went, just yeah, just went there. And I don't think we even have a complaint about it. No. But I've been thinking about it a lot of time. So I I, di- I didn't think about it until I was just editing the mm. show. Mm. And I thought, should I cut this out? I'm saying the game N word yeah. a lot of time. Yo. In one stupid joke, which was kind of funny to me at the time. But uh, yeah. Do you, feel, that? do you have guilt about it? No, I, but I feel like... Uh, yeah, the reason I started thinking about this is mm. because... 
noted political humorist Bill Maher, mm. who I think is very funny, but I often disagree with. Yes. Uh, he he used the actual N word mm-hmm. in a, a segment of in his chat show, yeah. talk show, and uh, he was called out on it. A lot of people on Twitter were angry about it, mm-hmm. and he kind of apolo- apologized about it, but it didn't seem very sincere because he thought he had the right to say the joke, and it works worked in it in its context. Yeah. Later on, Ice Cube comes to the um, <coughs> comes to the show and he talks about it and he says whenever a white person says this word it is a step in the back even though they mean well mm. because it is our word mm-hmm. and you're not allowed to use it mm. we haven't gotten to that place where you're allowed to use it mm-hmm. and I thought well that's a that is pretty a pretty strong argument, and I I agree with him. But I said the gay N word a whole lot of times. Yeah, in a I, recent episode, and you you found it okay. I found it okay because for me, and I know it's not the same for everyone. Yeah. But for me, it's all about context, yeah. because I call myself that word. Yeah. Well, you you of course because it's my word. Yeah. Like it's our word. We're allowed to use it. But like I have. Um, I think I think I guess part of it comes from growing up where I grew up mm-hmm. where that word is thrown at you all the time like I even had it thrown at me from cars when I went back to Australia yeah. just because I was walking in an area where they're known to live mm-hmm. um, or I was leaving a gay club you know yeah. it, like it's still a straight I mean you just need to look at what's happening there with gay marriage at the yeah, moment yeah, to yeah. know it's a weird country So I love that new Tim Tim Minchin song. Yeah, I still call Australia homophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It's a homophobic country. Um, But I think growing up in that situation, you get to uh, distinguish intent very easily. Yeah. Like when I hear the word said by someone, instead of getting offended, the first thing I say is, "What is the intent behind it?" Like if if I if there's good intent I won't get offended because as a comedian and that's that's I think uh, I think you got to be able to make fun of yourself first like I say I say I think I say equally th- offensive things about you to your face as well it's just that yeah, you but your I, people I don't, don't have, have a word, word. No. exactly yeah. and you're, you're not gonna have one no we're never gonna yeah. have one and you don't need one yeah unless all the like <laughs> white supremacists are right yeah <laughs> <laughs> We say they're very right, far right, but, uh, uh, but, but, but if they are actually like correct, yeah. But <laughs> imagine if that would happen. Oh, wouldn't it be great? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the blacks and the gays and the Jews and will, take will, over. Will ex- enslave us. I mean, I would just be up for this. Just the experience, the, the experience, and it's just something different, really. God, <laughs> you're taking a huge hole for yourself right now. Um, yes. But I, I think, I think for me, it's all about intent. And I know that someone who's not working as a comedian would probably be offended easier than I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people are offended these days. Yeah, this is a because we're living in a, a time when people are on high alert all the time. Very high alert. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, comedians are talking about the, a lot of comedians are sto- have stopped doing shows at colleges because mm-hmm. that's where the political correctness do you know is. I have more of a problem 
I have less of a problem with that word mm-hmm. than I do with someone saying that something is gay. Yeah. Yeah. And when I when I hear someone say that, I cannot help it. I have to ask them why they chose it and educate them. I've done I've done it but in, in, our, in our yeah, I, I never do it I think off mic. But I've done it in on mic yeah, while yeah, yeah, with yeah. you on stage. As a joke. As a joke. Yeah, yeah. But I mean there are people yeah. who like I, I remember working in an office once um <coughs> in Australia and uh you know this this saleswoman was like um told by the boss, Oh that person cancelled their booking and she said, Oh, that's so gay. Mm. And I, I I went and he actually, because he's a huge supporter of equal rights, he's a straight Jewish man, uh-huh. but he went, I'm going to name her. He said, Kate, how can you say that when there's someone right behind you? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I don't mean that. I just mean it's dumb. Mm-hmm. And I said, so you're saying that what I am yeah. and dumb are the same thing. Yeah. And she honestly had no idea because it was just something that, I think Sarah Silverman did a... She an, talked in, about it. She like came she out as yeah. uh, saying she was... Wrong in saying it yeah, for so long. Yeah, and I, I, a lot of comedians do like, yeah, I had to talk about even racial yeah. joke that could be construed as racist. And mm. also uh, when it comes to... Uh, uh, the gay community or uh, misogyny even. Mm-hmm. A lot of comedians have come like, yeah, well, I regret it. I said it at that time when mm. it was more okay to say it, but uh, obviously now I'm more informed. I would mm. never do it now. And, uh, and I think it's, I guess, I think it's, it's easy to ac- attack a comedian for someone he yeah. once said. Yeah. And also, it's so so many other factors. Also, context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Louis C.K.'s joke uh, about the N word is still is totally wor- works. Mm. It's totally valid. He also used the gay N word in that one. Yes. What do you think about that joke? Uh, it's. Oh. But I mean, he crafts it in such a well way. Yeah. Like a, because he also in his comedy no one's safe no no yeah and also i mean uh, when i do when i have to uh, said something is gay uh, uh, or you are so gay mm-hmm. which you are yeah but uh, uh, when i do that on mic on stage for a laugh mm. it's always i th- in my uh, from my perspective the joke is that i am being a total idiot yeah not an asshole but an idiot but it's also when when we do it on stage together it's like it's a two-way street yeah you know you make fun of me for that i make fun of you for being uh, a standard white dude who's pretty much allowed to do whatever he wants yeah oh got me there don't i feel <laughs> Humiliated. Standard white dude who's, who's allowed to succeed purely because he was born here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah so uh, there's a lot of things i mean at the end it says some horrible things about uh, gays and AIDS mm. in one of, like it was either in Raw or Delirious those uh, those specials are still considered classics and he and he says it in five languages <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of even worse did, did I say Eddie Izzard? yeah oh I'm, I was gonna do Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy yeah, oh yeah. yeah 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 I don't think Eddie Izzard does Eddie Izzard uh, is, is see that's that's where I I kind of like uh, like everyone loved Raw 
Yeah. I never liked it for that reason. Yeah, for that. Uh, yeah, because I, it was it awful. It was very, very it was, hateful. It was, it was, it wasn't from a, a, a camaraderie perspective. It was hateful. Yeah. And that's, um, like, you know, a lot of those old, older comedians, that comedy doesn't translate well to today. And, and you know, no, 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 like... No. Uh, that would never work today. No. Uh, and uh, what more was I? I mean... There are so many things. You said something on on Facebook the other day. You said, remember Ace Ventura? Remember how it totally it glorified, glorified, glorified transphobia. transphobia? Yeah. And I started thinking, yeah, that's true. And then, then I started thinking, there's so many things. Yeah. Lots of them. I was just watching, I was watching Look Who's Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw like super sexist things there. And, and when you, when you look at the way the world is right now, it's like, well, now we're actually waking up yeah. and going, you can't put that in, 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 because when it's in TV, it's the same as like when a government says it's okay for gay people to not be married or, or, or Donald Trump to not condemn the, yeah. the white supremacy <clears throat> movement if people above if your media and your government are doing it then it tells everyone else it's okay to do it yeah and I think that's where we're in a better time now because we, you're not going to put that in movies we are in a wonderful time but then it's also the fact when somebody says that you're not allowed to say that thing you are going to find if you are a comedian yeah, with a an way imagination to say it, you're going to yeah. find a fucking way to say it yeah. just because it's it becomes a cookie jar mm-hmm I mean, it, the adverse to that is that if you completely eradicate things like that from mm-hmm. um, uh, all society, then you have a generation of people who don't actually know. Uh, like part of part of that word also symbolizes a struggle that's it's mm-hmm. taken to get to this moment. Right, right. So that's when I hear it from you, off mic, mm-hmm. as like a, a term of endearment. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm just like yeah, because it for. In you saying it to me, and you know I'm okay with it, it uh, means that you're also acknowledging what I and people before me have been through. Right. It, which right. Uh, a lot of people might disagree with me on yeah, this. Yeah, 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 but you know, it's... Uh, because you've taken the time to learn the me. context, yeah. and you know when it's okay to use that word. And even though you, you of, of, I just want everyone of our listeners to know, you still... I could count on one hand except for that you know when you said it like 25 times I can count on one hand the amount of times I've heard you and even then you you do not because you don't like the word no I mean it's just a douchey word Hmm. it's also I mean uh, when I see like young comedians I always like saying that young Young comedians comedians, because there are a lot of them now when I see though them trying to do I mean uh, first of all doing a racial joke yeah in Iceland is weird uh-huh. because I mean we, you haven't been around it enough to yeah we we live in a very wide country and we don't we have, in Iceland you don't see this racial tension up close as you see it in most other countries yeah. so <coughs> us trying to address it is just we look like idiots mm, mm. so the only way to address it is in a way that purposefully we are the fucking idiots. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, just making fun of how uh, uh, historically naive Iceland is mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I think also uh, everyone wants to like I remember 
now everyone wants to be Louis C.K. Once upon a time, everybody wanted to be Bill Hicks. They want to say the, the <laughs> this stuff everyone everyone's afraid of saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they want to break the taboos. They la, 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 do that. That's Such so a funny. skill, though. Yeah, but you know, Louis C.K. took years to get it. Also, yeah. Bill Hicks. Yeah. They started doing like ridiculous jokes about their families or just absurd jokes about so human mm. behavior, mm. and then they started talking about. Then Louis C.K. started talking about race and rape. And it goes back to like comedy 101 they started with themselves first yeah and only after a long time do you learn and you in order to do that i think you also have to be really educated yeah about the situation you can't just go make a joke about it and not really see the fact that you and i think that this a, a skillful comedian can communicate to their audience even if their audience are not experiencing the same uh, uh, life that they yeah. are. Uh, but then again, like I've just, I've have uh, labeled myself as a feminist a lot of times. Mm. Most of my interest, a lot of my favorite movies and my favorite comic books, they uh, have uh, huge sexist elements to mm. them. I mean, my favorite performer, musical performer, is Eminem. Yeah. I mean, come on. I just, I just, just you earlier, were just singing. I was just singing yeah. an Eminem song, and you said, "Is that Eminem?" And I found, I just uh, busted myself, actually saying, "I don't know. Yeah, probably. I knew it was Eminem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I listen to all his records all yeah, the time. Yeah, I still yeah. do. But he uses the the, the, the film actor skill word. He used to do it. He <coughs> spoke out against it. Yeah, did he? You when after he performed with Elton John? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was watching a, a Hulu TV show the other day yeah. and someone was like I've never been this offended since um, Eminem did that thing with Elton John and then they sang together um, <laughs> I think it was difficult people um, but uh, after that performance people were like but you know you've said these awful things and he actually I remember an interview where he said something about I was young and I was stupid and I'm more informed now yeah. and I don't use that word anymore yeah but he ha he has actually. Yeah. But uh, uh, but his rhymes have always been on a, like a deeply intellectual level, mm. and some of them are actually, you know, you c you could use the same excuse as you use for uh, Lucy K. So it's so so it comes down to this: you just have to be insanely talented and intelligent to be able to. Able to and be until able you're to there, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're juggling chainsaws. I've mm. used this before. We had an episode called yeah. Juggling Chainsaws. It's Juggling Chainsaws. It's Juggling Chainsaws. Maybe the title of this one will be The Gay N-Word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, it's time for... Oh, I don't have a... I don't have a... No. No. I don't think we, we can... Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the ads of agony. agony. We got sent a, a question through the Twitter, mm -hmm. as to say in the Netherlands. Um, the question was about the Icelandic language. And the question was uh, from someone, I think they live in Germany. Uh, I think so. Um, and they wanted to know, I think Janine Poon is their Twitter handle. They wanted to know, they've been learning Icelandic uh, and from textbooks, and they wanted to know the, you know, the I sound, the A and the E joined together. Yeah, yeah. Can I you write it as A and E instead? Uh, no Icelander does. No. 
but unless, they're, unless they're texting with a keyboard that, that doesn't is, have eyes exactly that exactly yeah. so i i was gonna say the same thing if it's, it's the same as like the the d with a line through it mm -hmm. if there's no option or say you're getting something posted from yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you just put the d or right. or instead of the thor you put a th yeah exactly that's that's true you don't i mean it does it, it, if it isn't uh, available on the keyboard you're using you use you what you can yes nakedness uh, teaches no <laughs> desperation that's teaches, what it's just take it teaches, teaches the naked lady to spend yeah what is or just so what is it in icelandic nathan can a nachter corner spin up spin yeah it means uh, you use yeah you use what yeah desperation use, teaches the naked woman to sew yeah. That's, an, that's just a thing. I've been saying it, but I've been changing it to man. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Ruin that thing. <laughs> what else am I going to take away from you? Flood and soil. Flood and soil. I'm, they're changing that saying? I'm going out to protest with a tiki torch. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see, like, the Home Depot sign? It was like, these tiki torches are not for racist protests. There, and there was a huge one. Like they're for having barbecues with family and friends and neighborhood people. Even Louis, the weird guy with one eye, who gives you the creeps, but he makes an amazing cub salad, so you let him come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aww. <clears throat> Do you have anything meaningful? Because we're out of ants of agony. I think this has been a very meaningful episode. I think so too. Yes. I think the 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 big lesson. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But since it doesn't matter, you so nothing matters. Just why don't you just throw your money at, at our Patreon <laughs> and also at the Sons of Parkin, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I'm running for this weekend. And I will also be doing um, after the, I will be doing the marathon. I will be doing a drawing marathon. Oh, lovely. I'm going to do 100 jokes in one day. Mm hmm. Uh, and it will be live on some sort of social media mm -hmm. uh, supported by Matlat. Nice. And uh, if you want to sort support me trying that shit, just also send some money at the Sons of Parking. Or a patron. Yeah, or that. <laughs> I mean, whatever. But on that note, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Peace out. Motherfuckers. Þetta er skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.